And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Here we go. It is Monday. Avatar 2 has crossed $1.9 billion. Meanwhile, Robert Reich is uh, complaining about Moderna making $19 billion. Doesn't really have a whole lot of room to complain. All right, here we go. Welcome, everybody. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi for Me. Good to have all of you with us. And uh, if you are listening to this show as a podcast, you are more than welcome to join us live for video on YouTube, Facebook, and Odyssey. But if you are of the podcast listening type, we're on a number of different podcast platforms, so you can uh, listen to us there. We've got people all over the world listening to the show. India, Germany, Poland, France, Spain, the UK. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, see, I see what's going on over there in the chat. I see. I see. We'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> Oh, anyway, all right. So, um, yeah, we are live, which means you can join the chat uh, over on uh, the various different platforms. You can also leave a comment if you are not with us live. And uh, we do have all the different social medias, and we've got email, so you can send us an email live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com. And we will uh, make sure I do read every note, every note. I read every comment, even the ones from the bots, because they really, really, really want me to look at those pictures. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> right here we go. Uh, speaking of pictures, I want to start. Uh, let me let me start here with uh, with some of you guys going on in the chat. I see Death Angel Shadow in the chat. Uh, let's see who else is here. Keely is here. Uh, I see Dave, I see Robert, let's see, Cam's here, and Michael says, this is my first show with you, thrill me. Um, I, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure about this one, Robert, I mean, yes, I'm over 50, um, I don't know that attempting to thrill somebody would kill me, but, uh, you know, uh, oh, hey, what is this, Cam is saying, Wizards of the Coast, Delete account function is not available on Magic the Gathering Arena. Oh, <laughs> interesting. All right. <laughs> of course, when I start the show is when the cough comes back. I'm sorry, folks. <coughs> ah. All right. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. We'll do it. We'll get through it. Everything's fine. All right. So, yeah, the Wizards of the Coast situation with D&D and D&D Beyond and, and whatever edition they're trying to, to lay out, the OGL 1.1 and all that mess, we are continuing to keep an eye on that. We've got some follow-up articles in the works over at sci fi for me .com, so you can check that out. 
<clears throat> and uh, I do want to invite you to uh, join our Discord server. This is a new thing that we're trying to use this year. And uh, we've also got a newsletter you can sign up for. But here's here's my question. I've got a, I've got a, uh, I got a question. Because every now and again, I toy with the notion of what we're supposed to do with our Twitch channel. And now we've got the Discord server. So I'm wondering if there would be any value to doing kind of uh, like a little mini pre-show, like a bunker pre-show over there, like say the 15 minutes right before the show. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think because I I have all of these different ideas and I sit there and, ah, that's not a very good idea. That's, uh, that's kind of a lame idea. I don't want to do that. But then somebody says, oh, that's a really good idea. I, was like, I don't know. So anyway, so that's where we are. So if, if you think it's a good idea that we do some kind of a pre-show before the show, which pre-show would indicate it's before the show, uh, let me know because I'm not sure. It's, it's more buttons to push. That's that's one thing. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Michael Michael says support your gamers boycott Watzi. Um, yes, uh, Death Angels out canceled canceled his subscription for D and D Beyond and posted the proof over on Discord. You can do that. You can you can post uh, stuff like that over on our Discord. I I would I would request that everybody keep it relatively civil over there. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. <coughs> Dave says, "Will appetizers be served in the green room?" Well, digital appetizers. They'll, they'll be NFT appetizers. How's that? Right? We'll do it. We'll do it NFT style. Okay. <clears throat> Critics' Choice Awards over the weekend, Golden Globes last week, even though, <coughs> excuse me, even though the ratings are in the tank, even though the ratings are in the toilet, even though nobody's watching and nobody cares, there is one ray of sunshine that comes out of this. And I want to I want to focus on that for a second because this has been a long time coming. And it is well deserved. For these two gentlemen, I'm talking about Brendan Fraser and Ki Hoi Kwan, also known as Rick O'Connell and Short Round. <coughs> and these guys, the Hollywood Reporter put together a roundtable of various actors who are nominated for Best Actor Awards, I think, for the Oscars. Uh, or, you know, different different awards shows, you know, different things. And, and uh, Fraser is nominated for... Uh, best actor, Ki uh, Ki Hui Kwan, uh, won for best supporting actor for everything, everywhere, all at once. And these two probably deserve every bit of success that they get in in the next few years because it has been a long time coming, especially given what they've had to go through, what Fraser has got has gone through, especially. <clears throat> And you look at uh, their, you watch their speeches, their their acceptance speeches, and there's there's no politics, there's no virtue signaling, there's no uh, whataboutism, there's no 
speechifying. There's no preaching. There's only affirmation and edification. And it's, it, is, it is wonderful to see these two guys uh, winning these accolades uh, for their work after all this time. And, and you know, Keith talks in his, in, his, uh, in his speech about how, you know, after, after the Goonies, after, after Short Round, he, he figured he was done because nobody would hire him. And he's talked about this on the, in the Hollywood Roundtable uh, the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. He, you know, he went behind the camera because he wasn't getting any work as an actor. <clears throat> and then he saw Crazy Rich Agents. And he thought, oh, hang on, Hollywood's changing. And then you know he starts he starts getting back out there and he gets and then now this everywhere uh, everything everywhere all at once has blown the doors off of everything for him career wise. He's on his way back up. And Brendan Fraser, after so long gone. Now, for those of us in genre fandom, you know, Fraser's been back for a little bit because he did that, you know, he did that uh, that TV series, that Canadian TV series with Tom Welling. <coughs> and he's he's done Doom Patrol. He's done a couple of other things. And we've known that he's been back. But this is his reestablishment with the whale. This is Brendan Fraser coming out there now in the mainstream again and getting recognized for his talent as he should. And I want to start with his acceptance speech because this is something that I think a lot of people need to hear. And I'll probably get a copyright ding on it. But I want you to hear this because there are some people out there who need to hear this. Brendan Fraser at the Critics' Choice Awards. I was in the wilderness, and I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs. So, but you found me, and um, like all the best directors, you merely just showed me where to go to get to where I needed to be. If you, like a guy like Charlie, who I played in this movie, in any way struggle with obesity, or you just feel like you're in a dark sea, I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light, good things will happen. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Standing ovation for Mr. Fraser there. And and look, he's right. There are there are a number of times when you know you can be in I was oh, in the will No, I don't want to do that. There are times you can be in a pretty dark hole. And I know some people who have been in a dark hole. I've been in a dark hole myself. And yes, that was the Fonz. That was that was uh, Henry Winkler there. There are there are moments in time, there are moments in your life when when something just absolutely devastating happens, whatever whatever it is. 
And <clears throat> there are going to be times when it feels like you're done. There is nothing left in the tank. I, I, am, I am spent. I'm finished. I, there's, there's no more left. There's nothing in the reserves. And it's at that point where you have a choice to make. The choice that you can make is, I'm just going to lay down and die. Or, I'm going to get back up, and I'm going to try one more time. Success does not come instantly on anything. Success is not defined by what you achieve. It's getting up, well, falling down seven times and getting up eight times. It's, it's not letting that one thing be the thing that stops you. Now, you may have to make some adjustments. You may have to pivot and change your plan. And you may have to get help from friends or doctors or, or ministers or whoever. But it starts with the decision. It starts with the choice. It, tar- it starts with, yes, standing up and taking that first step. <clears throat> and making a decision that you are going to do things different. Make a change. Make things better. Make an improvement. Different doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be better, but at least you're doing something. And, and Key, same kind of thing. Here's his acceptance speech at the Golden Globes last week. This was on NBC, but no, nobody saw it. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I was raised to never forget where I came from and to always remember who gave me my first opportunity. I am so happy to see Steven Spielberg here tonight. Steven, thank you. Uh, When I started my career as a child actor in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, I I felt so very lucky to have been chosen. As I grew older, I started to wonder if that was it, if, if that was just luck. For so many years, I was afraid that I had nothing more to offer, uh, that no matter what I did, I would, I would never surpass what I achieved as a kid. Thankfully, more than 30 years later, two guys thought of me. They remember that kid, and they gave me an opportunity to try again. (laughs) Everything, everything that has happened since has been unbelievable. Dan Kwan, Daniel Scheiner, thank you so, so much for helping me find my answer. You have given me more than I could have ever hoped. Uh, thank you to the Holloway Foreign Press Association for this incredible honor. Uh, thank you to A24, Leyline Entertainment, and Agbo. Thank you to our incredible producer, Jonathan Wong. Thank you to Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Hsu, 
and our entire EEAAO family. And last but not least, I want to thank the most important person in my life, the one person that never stopped believing in me. My wife, Echo, I love you with all my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And not once in either one of those speeches do we get a lecture. This is how it's done, Hollywood. This is how it's done. They says, thanks for playing the acceptance speeches. Well, you're welcome. I mean, this is this is this is part of the thing. This is and, and people need to see this. People need to see these things because it's not just about Brendan Fraser and, and Kihui Kwan. It's not just about them. But these are people that we can lift up and we can say, This, we want more of this. We want more of these guys. I mean, I've I've watched Lots of different videos uh, of of Brendan Fraser, both as he's getting the award and afterwards. And the whole time, this guy can barely keep it together. <clears throat> this guy is, has has been through the ringer and has come out the other side as a survivor. And whatever you may say about any of that stuff, men are are victims of sexual assault just as just as much as women. Not as much statistically, but it can happen. It did happen to Fraser, and it messed him up. And it took a long time for him to come back to to this stuff. And the man has talent, no question. And it's good that he finally gets an opportunity to showcase that talent and come back to a career that hopefully is a long and successful one for the both of them. You know, uh, Key made a joke. <coughs> he posted that picture of him and him and Fraser. He's like, you know, now it's time to talk about that Twins reboot. Right? You know, the one with Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I actually might be interested in watching something like that. But I think you can have, I mean, well, yes, you can have uh, Robert Downey Jr. in there, too. I, I like that idea. You know, you get a project with all of them because Robert Downey Jr. is a comeback story as well. You know, it was uh, 10, 12 years ago, but he's got a comeback story, too. And people mentioned Michelle Yo. I don't see... I don't see Michelle Yeoh as having a comeback because she's been working steady this whole time. Maybe not necessarily in, in, in very visible things, but, you know, Star Trek Discovery, and she's, she, I think she was in Crazy Rich Asians. She's been in stuff since The Mummy 3. <clears throat> so I don't see her as having a comeback so much as, as more recognition of the talent that she's got. And deservedly so. But I think that these two guys, if you're going to do a Mummy 3, 4, a Mummy 4, <laughs> wait a minute, yeah, there was a Mummy 3. If you're going to do a Mummy 4, you have Brendan Fraser back, you have Rachel Weisz back, put put Short Round in there. You know, make him a, make an, a, an academic of some sort, smart guy, right? <coughs> you bring everybody back. 
and you do a Mummy 4. And you do it the way Top Gun Maverick did it. Respecting the source material, respecting what came before, respecting the audience, and not talking down to them, not preaching at them, not, not speechifying to them. <clears throat> if you want to do a new Goonies movie, you do it the same way. You know, and, and Christopher McQuarrie is probably not the only one out there who could write a script like that. <clears throat> but if he's the only one out there who could write a script like that, get him busy. Because that's how you rejuvenate the box office. Not with billion-dollar tentpole movies like Avatar 2. That's that's lightning in a bottle. You're, you're not going to be able to crank out $2 billion movies every weekend, every month. It's not sustainable. You, you, and you go back to what I was talking about before. You make the smaller pictures, the $20 million, the $50 million pictures. Stuff like Megan, for example, which is performing much better than anybody expected. It's got a smaller budget, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to do bank. It's going to make bank, and it's going to do well. But this other, this other part of this, <clears throat> especially with Fraser, this is an opportunity also to, to pull that curtain back, similar to the Me Too movement, although that got weaponized and politicized very quickly. But you, now you have two examples of men who are victims of assault. You've got Johnny Depp, you've got Brendan Fraser. And Fraser stood by his principles and he refused to go to the Golden Globes. And I salute him for that. Because he sat there and he said, my mom didn't raise a hypocrite. <coughs> and he lost. He lost the Best Actor Award. I think, I think Austin Butler got it. And that's fine. Now, some people see that as retaliatory. And it may be. It may not be. I don't know. I've heard really good things about Austin Butler playing Elvis. But this is an opportunity to have a discussion about the culture of Hollywood, about the, the narcissism, <clears throat> the contempt that they have for the general public, for the audience. I don't see it in these two guys. I don't see these guys sitting there saying, well, you know what? It's, uh, Terry Crews. Yes, Terry Crews also. <clears throat> there is an opportunity to have that discussion. And as much as you have a traumatic event and you want to move past it and you want to get over get 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 it behind you sometimes it's necessary to have those conversations sometimes it's necessary to have those painful conversations so other people don't have to go through what you have to go through and that could be anything you know assault bankruptcy death divorce burying a child all, all sorts of things can fall into that box of pain, painful experiences. 
And it's something I try to get my kid to understand. You don't have to live all of these experiences yourself in order to learn from them. Learn from other people's experiences. Have those conversations with people who have gone through this stuff so you don't have to. So you can maybe avoid some of the same mistakes that other people have made. And that's true for my kid. It's true for everybody. If you know someone who's had an experience and you want to make sure you don't have that experience, conversations need to happen. And if we want to change the culture, if we want to get back to center, as it were, or if you're of a mind, if we want to get our focus back on some kind of faith, those conversations have to happen. And Hollywood... Hollywood on the on the left coast and Washington on the east coast they need to be scrutinized and they need to be sanitized they need to be examined with a very 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 bright light because I doubt I doubt very much that Brendan Fraser Terry Crews Johnny Depp are the only ones out there. Hi, Matuine. Good to see you. Death Angel Shadow is right. All we want is a good story that doesn't come off as preachy. <clears throat> Michael says, my 21, my 21 year old has that. I know it all. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, oh, I, I, we reach brother. I grok. Mine, mine turns 21 in a week. And convincing him that he doesn't know everything yet is going to take a, a little bit of effort. Uh, yeah, but I think that's true of everybody that age. <clears throat> I seem to remember it myself a little bit. Just because. I don't know. What about says Hollywood and society in general has never cared about males being sexually assaulted and it's not going to change. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe, maybe not as many people care, but I think more people care now. More people understand. See, because the, here's, here's the thing. You know, you're, well, you're a guy. You know, guy, you know, it's guys. It's men. Men can't be victims because we've perpetuated this, you know, man's man thing. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, there is, there is, you know, a necessity to being a man and, and teaching, your, teaching your son how to be a man. And men, men have certain responsibilities and obligations, especially when it comes to a family. But when you get into these situations where men are victims, I think it's, it's still not easy to have those conversations, but I think it's easier now than it was. And I think the more people that have those conversations and have those realizations that people like Johnny Depp can be a victim, like like Brendan Fraser can be a victim, now you start having some conversations that you didn't otherwise have. Will it change the culture in Hollywood? Probably not. But if it helps, <clears throat> if it helps just one person get out of a bad situation then maybe there's some good to be had from it. 
Death Angel Shadow says, as a man, you can't defend yourself from that without coming off as being labeled as the abuser when you're actually the victim. There is that. That is a valid point. That is that is a that is a very valid point. <coughs> and yeah, I I know the the situation with kids is is uh, that's a whole another can of worms, because not only do you have the the thing about you know kids in Hollywood and how how they can be exploited and and assaulted and whatnot, but now you've got across the country. All of these different situations with with teachers and and you know drag drag shows and and that kind of thing, you know they're going after our kids. There's no question about that, and we need to be ever diligent in our responsibility to take care of those kids and protect them and defend them, whatever it takes. And right now. You know, the, we've got a we got a conference coming up in a town in Switzerland, and those people are not looking out for you either. And I find it curious that the two people most responsible for the situation that we're in, <clears throat> George and Klaus, happen to not be there. And the security teams apparently are much more visible, which has people wondering if there's some kind of a threat. Uh, that's been assessed that maybe they decided they'd skip it this year. Is that is that the event that sets things off? Because I anticipate another summer of love this year. Remember, my bingo card is filling the blank. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from a device built by a teenage genius using leftover parts from an erector set. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. It's like, okay, hold on. You've got somebody and all he does is put on some glasses and slicks back his hair and nobody knows who he is. Nobody recognizes him. It's, 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 it's like that, that, uh, that scene in, in the Green Lantern movie where she looks at him and it's like, How? You know, like, you just put on a mask and you expect me not to recognize you? The H2O Podcast, Monday night at 8, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Good morning, Multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hunt here along with all of you. Glad to have you with us. And it is definitely a Monday, I'll tell you that. So uh, it appears Senior Office Dog is on his way to the vet. (laughs) So there's that. I did. I did get some news. Uh, I mentioned mentioned last week. I went down to, to visit a friend on Wednesday. Uh, she's uh, got stage four lung cancer, and she got she got all of her scans on Friday, and pretty much mostly good news. So there is that. All of you who have uh, have shared uh, prayers and good thoughts, I appreciate that. Keep it up. <clears throat> 
right. Senior Rafa's dog is fine. He's got uh, he's got a, a mole on his side that he uh, that he likes to bother with. So anyway, all right. <coughs> so there we go. Um, oh, Death Angel says going to the dentist tomorrow and the doctor on Wednesday. No doubt the vampires will be taking blood. You know, here's the other thing on that, and this is something that. This is something we talked about yesterday, Mrs. Mrs. Boss and I. I'm wondering because there are people out there who uh, who have decided that you know this the situation with whatever is going on with the whatever the thing right the 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 medical experiment we've all been going through in the last three years. Uh, there are certain people who sat there and said, "I I only want um, you know transfusions of a certain type." And I've actually heard, you know, seen seen a couple of people mention <clears throat> freezing their own, uh, freezing their own blood to have it on hand and ready to go. I'm thinking, hmm, that's not actually not a bad idea, <laughs> you know. And you start thinking, you know, you start getting into Fahrenheit 1984 mode, and okay, well, if this happens, I need this, and if this happens, I need that, and this happens, I need this and that and this and that, and, and you start thinking, and I'm like. I would like to go a week, let's say. I want to go a week and not have a thought about my my post-apocalyptic plan. I mean, really, I would I would love to go at two days, two days. Just give me a day. Where I don't sit and say, okay, well, I, I need I need the candles, I need matches, I need this, I need that. Just give me a day. Seb <clears throat> says, you only need one thing for the apocalypse. Uh, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. But before the apocalypse happens... I would like to see Brendan Fraser in The Mummy 4. I, I just I, I just would. Now, I had not realized, and I, I completely forgot about this, but the two the two of them, Brendan Fraser and Ki Hua Kwan, were in Encino Man together. So, you know, you could do, uh, you could do a, a sequel to that. You could do a sequel to The Mummy. You could do a sequel to Encino Man. You could... You could do what was that one? What was that one where he was? Uh, he grew up in the in the fallout shelter. Oh, uh, what was that called? Uh, Bla was it Blast from the Past? Is that what it called? Is that what it was called? Let me look that up real quick because that that actually, if you want to do one like that, you talk about relevant. <clears throat> I mean, they tried to do a they tried you know, they did that re remake of Red Dawn, but um, that didn't go very well. Um, yeah, Blast from the Past. You know, Brandon Fraser, Alicia Silverstone. He grew up in the in the fallout shelter because mom and dad actually thought by accident that uh, that the nuclear war had started. You could do an you could do a, a a sequel to that. So I don't know. <laughs> My Oh, okay, Michael says, uh, I can't pay reparations. I'm waiting for my reparations check from the Moors for invading my ancestors in the 8th and 9th century. You know, everybody's got a beef, right? <laughs> Everybody has a claim on something. I mean, 
civilization everywhere is built on a past civilization. <clears throat> there will be a civilization that rises up and builds on whatever whatever is left after, you know, Europe crumbles and after the United States falls and hopefully it doesn't happen anytime soon. But uh yeah, it's it's a thing. But it but it is, you know, on to be more positive and get back to our our stuff. <coughs> yeah, what do, what do I mean after? Yeah. Yeah, it just there are days it's a little difficult to be optimistic. But then you get this speech from Brendan Fraser who says, you know, all the, you you got you've got to decide to stand up and take that first step. Right? And from a standpoint of mental health, emotional health, you have to take steps. You 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 need to be able to, you know, have conversations with people, lean on people, you know, have have that that Rolodex of people that you can count on in a in a tough time, whether it's the apocalypse or something else. You've got to be able to you know, you need to surround yourself with good people, you know, and not necessarily nice people, but good people, good people that will have your back. You know, people that will look out for you and you can look out for them and, and you can help each other. <clears throat> Whether that's defending the fort or, you know, just keeping each other out of trouble or, you know, taking someone to the doctor. Any of that stuff, you know, checking, hey, have you taken your meds today? Have you have you gone or have you taken your walk around the block today? You know, did you eat today? Though It's simple things. Those simple things add up. And for some people, that's that's a big thing. You know, we may not necessarily think about it. We may take it for granted. But there are some people out there who need that phone call, who need that check-in. And are you doing okay today? I can only imagine what life has been like for Brendan Fraser over the last 20 years. What life has been like for Key for the last 20 years. And what it's like now that people are recognizing the talent that they have on the one hand, but also the fact that they've stepped up. See, because this is not just, oh, hey, what happened to, whatever happened to Brendan Fraser? This is, this is, you know, Brendan Fraser and, and Key Quant sit there and said, you know what? Things are a little bit different now. I'm different. Life is different. The industry is different. I'm going to make a phone call. It's, it's, it's not just success finds you. It's not just the comeback happens just because and it's, it's the time to do it. The comeback happens because you sit there and say, okay, Maybe today's the day. I'm going to make the phone call. I'm going to I'm going to write the letter. I'm going to send the email. I'm going to have the conversation with someone. <clears throat> and that applies to career. <clears throat> it applies to relationships. It applies to faith. You know, there are some people who have had a life 
uh, with a belief in God, and for some reason or another, maybe they fall away. Maybe they decide, you know, that's uh, what's the point. And at some point, maybe they decide, okay, I'm going to check this out again. They need, um, they need encouragement. Uh, Michael's asking about Fraser's physical appearance. Um, yeah, depression, uh, depression, mental health issues uh, contributed a lot to that. Now, the 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 his appearance in the whale is a bodysuit, is a is a prosthetics. <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's all him right there in the in the speech uh, that he's given at the awards. He's it's you know age is probably some some to do with it, but he's had a very 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 rough time of it um, because of what happened to him, and it's it's good that he's in as good a shape as he's in, given what what he's gone through, and hopefully that continues to improve. I mean, he looks like he's in pretty good shape now, but if he were to do something like a mummy, for example, or if he gets back into doing action movies. I would imagine they put him on some kind of a, a of an exercise regimen to get him back into really good shape. Maybe not Wolverine fighting trim, <clears throat> but uh, he's you know he's in he's in pretty good shape. I don't know how old he is. He's uh, he's not that much older than me. If he's if if he is, uh, let me look here. He was born in <clears throat> when was he born? He was born in Indianapolis. He was born in 1968, so he's a, he's only a couple of years older than me. So he's 54. Life comes at you fast, and I'm not in very good shape either. I mean, I I I kind of hide it, but I've got a gut I need to get rid of. I uh, I'm I'm right there. <coughs> and I don't know where this cough comes from. I, I I'm probably going to end up having to having to break down and make a phone call. <coughs> yes, yes, potato is a shape. Um, my shape is not potato. I'm trying to grow potatoes. If anybody's got any hints and tips and 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 advice on how I can get potatoes to run, I can't get I can't get potatoes to grow. I've tried in the ground. I've tried in the bucket. I've tried in the in the in a in a bigger uh, raised bed. I can't get potatoes to grow. I not not substantial size. I got I had one batch <clears throat> that came out, and they were only you know the size of big marbles. They were they were not very big. I'm gonna continue though. I will persevere, and I will grow some potatoes. Um, Cam, I like your idea. I like your thinking. All beef jerky diet. Uh, plus coffee. Yes. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, we just pulled some some beef jerky out of the out of the freezer yesterday. <coughs> Carnivore diet. We're gonna make some more beef jerky this week. I'm excited. We're gonna have to we have to have to give them enough room to grow. Yeah, I, I that, there's that. And, you know, I've done you know different fertilizers and different uh you know spacing and and you know cut them and put full full potatoes in different different kind of seed potatoes or anything i just, it's it's uh i don't know i don't know i just 
I haven't found the right mix of things to do to make good good potato growth. And I might not be in a good well, we're in zone six. It's it which I should be able to grow potatoes here. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh Death Angel said maybe we need to add a gardening and cooking channel in the Discord. <laughs> I, you know, I may, maybe, I, maybe. <coughs> Cam says, don't forget the vitamin C. You don't want to get scurvy. Darg, says Michael. Yes. I, scur scurvy would be bad. We do have, uh, we do have a, uh, we do have a number of things that we take here. You know, we, we try to stay healthy. You know, we take our, we take our vitamins and our supplements and we try to eat right. I don't, I don't do a lot of. Well, I say I don't do a lot of sugar. I put sugar in my coffee. I have cookies every now and again. I got I got every now and again I have ice cream an ice cream cone thing. Um, but we don't do a lot of sugar. So <clears throat> I need to drink more water and I need to walk. I know I do. I need to, I uh Cam says uh <laughs> may I, I I don't know that I would call it that uh, channel. I think maybe we call it a, a Fahrenheit nineteen eighty four channel <clears throat> on the Discord. Uh, but um, maybe I don't know. Who knows? The Discord I think is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of different things by the time all is said and done. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dave, Dave, you're right. A lot of people are vitamin D deficient. Turns out it runs in my family. Apparently there is a vitamin D deficiency. There's an actual condition for this, uh, that you can get tested, uh, in, uh, in your blood work. So if, if you feel, you know, uh, fatigued, uh, I want to say if you get headaches easy, might want to check that as well. So. So there we go. Uh, Death Angels, vitamin D and B12 deficient. Yeah, every everybody's got a thing, right? Everybody's got a thing. <coughs> but you need to do your best to stay healthy. Wash your hands, as Culture Casino would say. Um, but it's good to see it's good to see Brendan Fraser coming back. It's good to see Kikwan coming back. Uh, and and what's funny is. During the after uh, the after show, when everybody's milling around, taking a bunch of pictures and whatnot, the cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once grabbed Brendan and pulled him into the photos. They've basically adopted him at this point. And to see uh, to see everybody reacting to his win, and he's he's you can just see it in all of the videos. Everybody's talking to him. He is just barely holding it together, and. I feel for the guy. He's he's more fragile than I expected to see, but he's out there. He's he's doing the thing. He's getting out and he's and he's he's pushing through all of this and and I, you can tell he's having a good time. But it's so overwhelming for him. You know, the the big standing ovation that he had at uh was it Cannes or Venice, uh, one of the big film festivals. Eight-minute standing ovation in in one place, and a six-minute standing ovation in another place, and the the amount of acclaim and affirmation that he's getting has got to be so overwhelming. But at the same time, it's one of those things. Is like this is just a fantastic thing to see. So, <clears throat> yeah, hopefully, hopefully it continues. 
I wish him much success. I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping that everything goes well for both, both of those guys. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Because in this day and age, all, all they got to do is say one thing, and the cancel cult will come after them. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen. They, they've tried it already with Fraser, with, uh, with the whale, with his portrayal of that character. <clears throat> they've been, they've been, you know, the 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 loud mouths, the keyboard warriors have been have been criticizing a little bit, but nobody nobody seems to be paying attention to that, which is good. This is what you're supposed to do with the cancel cult when they come out there and they're blue hair and they're screaming memes, you ignore them, you laugh at them. Oh, you're you're in that crowd. Yeah, we don't pay any attention to you. Go away. Uh, Davis is speaking on a return. It was good to see you and Tim together again on the set for H2O Podcast. Yes, it was very good to be back. The chairs are in their place, ready to go, and uh, we are going to be in the studio as much as possible this year. Uh, it's something that we've determined we've got to get back to doing. Uh, speaking of which, the H2O Podcast, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. It's a new night, a new time. <clears throat> so make a note we're on we're on Tuesday nights now uh, which means that the ranker pit has moved and the ranker pit is now on Thursday nights as a matter of fact I think I think I think ranker pit actually started on Thursdays before it bounced around so we're back on Thursday for the ranker pit we'll be talking about uh, the latest couple of episodes of the bad batch as well as the rumors. Uh, by the way, did <laughs> did you see uh, did you see uh, Pablo Hidalgo made an appearance on Valiant Renegades channel? This uh, this stems out of a we've got a report from Cameron Pasha last week over on his Patreon account saying that there were a number of people who are on the list for their heads to roll after Kathleen Kennedy is done at Lucasfilm. Pablo Hidalgo's name reportedly on that list. And there was some discussion on Twitter about it, and he popped up and talked with uh, with Valiant and WDW Pro and uh, Jonas Campbell, and he was on he was on the show. He was on live with uh, with Valiant and WDW Pro and Jonas Campbell yesterday Sunday. Uh, I have not watched it yet because it's three hours long. But uh, it is uh, is it's going to be an interesting conver conversation, I, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I imagine we'll be talking about it Thursday night uh, on the Ranker Pit. Alexander Trapp hopefully will be back to uh, to join us uh, with Mindy and Mark and me, and who who knows who's going to show up. We'll see. I, we'll we'll do that. So that's going to be Thursday night. Um, all right. So <clears throat> we'll see. Cam, Cam, um, Cam says he met Pablo once. And look, I, I don't know the guy. His behavior in the last couple of two, three years has been decidedly more negative than it should be. I, I wonder though how much he's, a, and I'm not defending the guy. And, and again, I haven't seen the video with him talking to them, but they say it was a very good conversation that they had. So I don't, who knows how much he's a victim of circumstance, how much he's done to himself 
I don't know. But it'll be interesting. It's it's an interesting scenario here because, you know, when 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 somebody like that shows up on your on your channel, you know, you have a couple of different ways that you can handle it. And 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 Valiant and, and WDW Pro are, are of the type, you know, mindset where they sit there and go, okay, we're we're going to be as objective as we can be. We're going to be as respectful as we can be because this is this is our analysis. We're trying to figure out the, what the truth is. And I would imagine they have a bunch of stuff, <clears throat> a bunch of stuff that they've hinted at that they have information they haven't dropped yet because they haven't been able to confirm anything yet. That's responsible journalism. When you're trying to sit there and go, okay, I have this piece of information. I have a source telling me X. I need to figure out if I can get somebody else who can tell me the same thing from someplace else. I need to be able to corroborate this before I report it. We've spent too many years where the media has got to get a jump on everybody else and they start reporting things before they actually have the facts. Well, we're hearing that. No, 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 no. What what are the facts of the matter? What's the rest of the story? What's the what's the what's the whole story? How much information can you get before you report on it? Not how much speculation are you going to give me? Tell me what you know or tell me what this person who was an eyewitness or an expert or whatever, what they know, and, and go from there. Wait till it plays out. That's one of the reasons why sometimes we don't immediately jump on a, on a story that's, that's in the news, you know, genre, from, the, from the fandom side of things, because the other shoe has yet to drop. And... We'll see. I don't know. This Disney thing, there's going to be plenty of shoes dropping throughout 2023 with regard to Disney and the the proxy war that's setting up on the board and what's going to happen at the parks. And uh, you know, because Universal is making a play, they're building a, they're building this big you know uh, uh, horror thing in in Las Vegas. They're building a, a park down in in Frisco, Texas, of all places. <clears throat> You guys stay on top of this stuff. We, we're going to be paying attention to a lot of different things. And we'll be talking about it, and we'll be bringing people on here to talk about it. We'll be talking about the Disney stuff. We'll be talking about Warner Brothers Discovery, the DC stuff, the Marvel stuff. We'll be talking about uh, AI more, I'm sure. You know, maybe we'll be talking about post-apocalyptic stuff. <laughs> Who knows? You know, we'll make that a regular segment, right? Just like we'll have money talk, and we'll have... Fahrenheit 1984 talk. We'll, we'll just do that. Uh, in the meantime, we're continuing to uh, invite guests to be on the program to promote their work and talk about all of the different things they're doing. A lot of authors that we're, uh, that we're in the process of getting scheduled on the, on the list. If you have somebody that you'd like to suggest for us to invite onto the show as a guest, please let me know. Live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com is the email address. You can always leave a comment on any of the videos. You can leave a comment uh, on the podcast. Uh, but definitely get in touch and let us know. And uh, join the Discord server. And we'll see what happens next, right? There is a possibility, <coughs> excuse me, possibility that I might not be here for a show tomorrow. Not sure yet. Uh, but uh, be paying attention to the social medias because I will make an announcement. I'll post it over there. Speaking of which, we're on 10 different social media accounts, which is... 10 too many. You can also sign up for the newsletter, join our Discord, 
the Odyssey, Rumble, YouTube, and Twitch are the different video platforms where you can find us. And on Odyssey and YouTube, memberships are active, which means that you can join as a member and support us that way. There's also a Subscribestar account, which I need to pay attention to and start doing something with. So, anyway, there's Death Angels there with a few of the uh, the emojis that are available if you're a member. So, uh, that's it. And those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, feel free to share it. <clears throat> and uh, if, you're, if you're watching, feel free to share it. And uh, we will be back to do this again. This show, most, most of the time, normal schedule right now is Monday through Open Line Friday. we got the H2O podcast tomorrow night and... Uh, We'll see what happens tomorrow. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. In the meantime, remember this, folks. There are a lot of people in Switzerland right now who don't like you very much. And they don't like your gas appliance very much. And they don't like the fact that you eat meat. And they're trying to convince you that there are five lights. But we all know better. There are four lights. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 